There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello? Hey guys, and welcome back to the group chat. I feel like I've been in such a good mood all week, even though I've been extra sleep deprived. As you guys would have known from last episode, we had a very exciting shoot this week, which did end up happening on Monday and everything honestly went so perfect. I just cannot even describe how much everything was kind of like in our favour and like even the weather, the weather all week was literally saying like 80% rain, 50% rain, wind. And like at the end of the day, like the end of the shoot, we were shooting swim and like which was at the beach. And it was saying like as soon as it hit like 3 or 4 p.m., it was meant to be like huge gusts of wind. And the weather was just so perfect. I honestly can't even like it couldn't have even been any more perfect. It's like it wasn't even what the weather oh, was saying just, it was going to be. It just turned out completely different like a whole different day and it just in our favor. it's almost like I just I took know. the good weather down with me but yeah it just was such a great day oh my god like everything turned out so so amazing yeah I feel like I've just been so like happy and just in a good mood this whole week because of it just oh so exciting I kind of just wanted to like discuss do you think it's weird to send letters to your apartment neighbours? About or what? <laughs> like dropping a little note in their letterbox or like under their door or something? Like, like what kind of letter? Like, Well, like I feel like so. Like passive-aggressive letters or like love letters? Well, neither. But I feel like when, I don't know, like growing up, maybe this is because we were more in like a suburban area where like it was a lot of houses and families with kids. But I feel like growing up, you were always like super close with the neighbours, like you knew all your neighbours' names, you would like have neighbourhood barbecues. And like, I just feel like that was such a, such a thing growing up was like, ever since we've moved out of home, I don't know if it's because we've been in apartment that like everyone kind of is just like in their own like everyone does their own thing and like no one really like talks to each other. You don't really see people come in and out that often because it's such a big complex. Um, so it's just kind of like, yeah, people passing by. Anyways, so 
as you know, Ashley knows, but not everyone, but there is a tiny little puppy, which is our neighbour next door, and I just want to befriend it so badly. <laughs> He's so cute. Yeah, so you just need to, like, find an excuse to... I ran into the puppy and his owner on our floor, like, last week sometime, and I'm not even kidding, I was so dramatic. I literally, like, screamed when I saw the puppy. I was like, oh, my God, like, because it's little Rufus, little Rufus puppy. If you're listening you don't know who Rufus is, it's Ashley's little Cocker Spaniel dog, and it's just the cutest little dog in the whole world. He's a little Rufus. And I was like, oh, my God, is it just, like, little Cocker Spaniel? And then I was asking the owner, like, how old is he? And, like, asking all these questions, like, well, if you ever need a babysitter or dog sitter, like, I'm just next door because he, he came out of the door that was literally right next to our door. My boyfriend ran into him with his mum. So, like, I ran into the dog and the dad and my boyfriend ran into the dog and the mum in our apartment complex today as well. And I'm like, maybe we can be friends. We can have friends. Is it weird to like slip it in a little letter in their letterbox and be like, if you ever need a dog sitter, we're just the door next to you. Yeah, I think it's good to have like good, healthy relationships with your neighbours. Like, I mean, we always grew up being so close with our neighbours. Like our street was filled like we were all like a big family. But it's not always, Mm. I feel like it's not always the case. I mean, yeah, when we, I don't really know many people in my apartment complex now, although in saying that there is a WhatsApp group for everyone, <laughs> like the I find that so building random. managers have made like a big WhatsApp group of everyone living in the complexes. So there's like heaps of people. The only ones that are always talking in it are like the old, old elderly couples that like live in the complex. So It'd be like our nan and pop. So what are they talking about though? They honestly, like sometimes I just read through it and it and it is pretty funny. There is a couple Karens in there and like like little issues happening. Yeah, sometimes they'll like, complain about things oh or like God. sometimes they'll I don't know, they'll talk about how amazing the sunset looks or they'll just like send photos. It's just super random. Like, oh my God. Very like <laughs> older generation that don't know how to use social media, but like that's this is their hobby, like messaging people in this WhatsApp group is like their hobby because they don't have much else to do and like they don't have many friends. So like this is Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, so yeah, it's pretty funny. But Well, I feel like that pe- there's people who also have like horror neighbour stories. Like I feel like we've never really had bad neighbour s- experiences. We've always had like such amazing neighbours. So yeah, I feel like that would actually be really interesting to know if anyone's had any like horror neighbour stories. But Anyways, let us know if you've had any horror stories with your neighbours or strange encounters. I know, I would love to know. Let's get on to our TMIs for our episode. I feel like nothing can top last week's TMI. I literally, like, have never laughed or cried so hard in my life. Uh, Yeah, if anyone hasn't listened to the episode before this, the TMI, I literally was laughing, crying. It was so funny. Oh, my God. Hey, girls. I'm a huge fan of the pod and look forward to listening to an episode each week. I have a TMI confession for you. Every time I think about this, I feel sick. As soon as this happened, I thought of the pod. We love that. We love that you think of the pod every single time something embarrassing happens. I was eating a chocolate and then I went to the toilet. I was on my period. There was something brown on my hands, bracket, which I thought was chocolate. So I licked my <gasps> finger. Turns out it was my period blood, no. not chocolate. Love you, girls. 
Oh, oh. I feel like that would have been quite a shock when you when you when your taste buds felt that. It would have been a bit of a shock to the system <laughs> of his face. Oh, I, I feel like if if it was brown, I feel like That's it was brown I was just on your about hand. To say, it must like, have been towards have been the end of your period. Early, I just like hate mid flow. Like it would have been towards the end where the blood was like yeah. quite old. That's a bit TMI. That's really TMI. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Our next TMI. We've got two today. Extra blessed. Hi, girls. Been waiting to share this one for a while. I've never told a soul due to the embarrassment. Taking it to the grave. To preface, I have mad gut issues and have since I was a teen. At the time of this story, I was 18 and in Bali with a friend. I had Bali belly and oh god, Bali belly is the worst. My friend and I decided to go out for our last night there, got super drunk and we brought two guys back to where we were staying. Middle of the night, I woke up with cold sweats and a very intense need to poop. I knew it was going to be a volcano and I was so scared of one of the three people waking up and hearing me destroying the toilet, especially the guy I'd just hooked up with. I decided that my best option was to poop outside where no one could hear me. It was still the middle of the night, probably something like 4am. I took our key and went outside, walked around the gardens for a while trying to find a decent spot. Of course there wasn't one and there wasn't a soul about, so I just popped a squat next to the pathway and pooped into the garden bed. Can't remember if I remembered to bring toilet paper or not. Anyway, then I went back to my room and hopped in bed feeling very shameful. I felt so bad for the cleaner who was going to find a turd in the garden. Got to do what you got to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is like calls for desperate level. measures. Yeah. Like to, ha- to go and like mm. make yourself do it out in the garden just because you don't – I mean – it's like a dog like just taking yourself outside to just go and do your business like just waking up in the middle of the night and just going out i mean i mean it could easily pass as like some wild dog that did it or some random animal like you know i would i would oh yeah walking around i wouldn't think that a human did it i would probably just think that some animal did it (laughs) some random animal nothing's worse than feeling sick when you're on holidays though like being sick outside of the comfort of your own home is like the worst feeling especially when like you don't have access so uncomfortable yeah like especially when you don't really have access to like the same sort of medicines you're used to or like I mean you can get similar ones like everywhere but or your usual doctor or something I know it's so scary sometimes and like I mean, this isn't bad at all. This is also very TMI. But I remember last year when I went to Nice and I had like a really bad case of thrush, which if you don't know what that is, it's just like overgrown yeast infection. And it's like very, very common. Like I'm going to be honest, like let's not be taboo about it. It's very common. And especially when like you're like flying or like intimacy or like change of Mm -hmm. underwear, like yeah, like just so many things can trigger it. Changes in cycles. And like yeah, like a change of bacteria on, yeah. and stuff, yeah. But I was in Nice and like just trying to find something with like the language barrier as well and like you have to use like Google Translate or like try and show a photo and then like because you have to go up to the pharmacist or like the chemist and ask for it but then they ask what 
area is it for because it depends on what area of your body it is will depend on what treatment you use so it was like so hard and yeah I just remember it being like really it it didn't ruin the trip but it's just like very very uncomfortable to travel with it's just the worst speaking of I mean this isn't much of a TMI but you know how a couple episodes ago we're kind of talking about like the icks of airports and just like Mm. just airports in general being an ick and just how many different people and like things happen at an airport well, just like since recently traveling, like out my recent trip to Sydney, on the flight there, there was a empty row across from me, and there was a guy sitting over there throwing up as we were like landing, or like <gasps> as the plane was landing, and what like really loudly. He wasn't like regurgitating, like it, it wasn't. You know how like some people can vomit? It's like like they're really loud. He wasn't. It was more like coughing. No, I, I know, but he was more like coughing, so it would be like he would be like <laughs> That's like me. Just hearing him like cough and like he was hunched over. Could you smell? Not really. But also I was trying not to smell. Like I was You know when it starts to like smell I was just like, like vomit. trying not to use my nostrils as much as I could. But yeah, he was not stopping. <laughs> like he must have had a big night out or something. Cause we were the first flight out, so it was like six AM flight. He would have had like a Ugh. I don't know, maybe he was genuinely sick or he had a big night out and then was flying home the next morning and maybe pulled an all nighter and but he yeah, he had uh, Oh yeah. yeah. It was just not a nice sight. And then on the flight home, my boyfriend pulled out the vomit bag from the seat because we not because he was throwing up, but sometimes like if you try and if you want to watch something on Netflix, we were trying to watch something on Netflix and you can like hang your phone up in the seat if you use the vomit bag. Anyways, he pulled the vomit bag out and there was a piece of gum in it and someone's spit came like <gasps> trickling out onto us on the bag oh. and we both freaked out i'm not that i'm not that bad of a germaphobe but like he's don't want to add him but he's like he's like worse than me when it comes to stuff like that and yeah it's like my but boyfriend this, too actually like really really gross and we both went to the bathroom and like washed our hands and like asked for like wet wipes and i had to wipe down my phone and everything like it was really 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 gross anyways anyway. we have rambled let's head into our dilemma debate all right, so we decided to do a little different of a dilemma debate than usual, and we said, have you had a weird slash unusual one-night stand experience? Thankfully, 73% said no, thankfully, and then 27% said yes, me. And we said, if you have, please share, because I'm very intrigued as to what is the weird and unusual things. story time. I know. We don't even have story times, but just like we have a couple story times. But like some, what are some weird and unusual things you guys have experienced? Because I want to hear them. <laughs> okay. We're probably going to have some very, very TMI ones here. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. Someone said in capital letters, yes, oh, my God, once I had a one-night stand with a guy and his dick split. He just randomly left. (gasps) Wait, what? How did it just split? What? I need more context. I need more context. I don't know. We don't have more context. It just says that. Oh, my God. Someone said we watched Wolf of Wall Street and during the chant scene he beat his chest and sang it. Orc. <laughs> oh, my God, wait. He bit me. That's a bit like weird. Where? Is that like where? Is that like a turn-on or a fetish? Like is someone? Maybe maybe he has like some, maybe he has like some weird fetish of like biting. 
Or maybe it was just like an awkward accident and he didn't mean to. Surely this cannot be real. This can't be real. After banging, he told me he was imagining my mum whilst we were in the act. What? But like one night stand, you wouldn't even maybe, know who yeah. their mum is, surely. <laughs> Unless you do know who or it is. Or just like a he just He gets a weird gratification of like mums. He just has a weird like thing for MILFs or something. So he had to like imagine someone's mum. Mm. He had a Justin Bieber shrine in the top shelf of his cupboard with a signed, signed frame of JB's face. <laughs> signed frame of JB's face. One time this guy pulled out and his you-know-what shot up in my eye. Traumatic. <laughs> the guy called me his ex-girlfriend's name and weed in my desk drawer. I feel like that, that must just so be... so weird. Like the biggest... I don't know. I just feel like you couldn't come back from that. Like if they said someone else's name or like, yeah, like an ex or just any other person's name, that would just be like an immediate ick. I feel like you just couldn't come back from that. Yeah, it is a little bit, a little bit embarrassing. Someone wrote in, he brought his own pillow in Cole's shopping bag, then proceeded to show me videos of him playing golf for two hours and vaped in my room. (laughs) He just rocks up with his own pillow. Wait, I don't know. Okay. That is kind of weird, like, bringing your own pillow, but also, like, I don't know. Like, why is imagining that, like, kind of wholesome? <laughs> like, why does he need to bring his own pillow? Hey, lovely girls, replying to the dilemma debate on weird, unusual experience from a one-night stand, I am traumatised from one. The only thing this guy was good at was kissing. I met him on a night out and ended up back at his place. Things were getting heated. We were kissing. Then he picks me up and throws me onto his bed, like legit throws me. Clothes are coming off. Then he's trying to aim for my regional area. And yes, lights were off. It was pitch black, but he didn't have it in. And I think he thought it was in. As he was moaning and legit dry humping me for a solid two minutes. Like I was laying there and this guy was humping me without it being in. I didn't know what to do. Thinking in my head, okay, is this the kind of sex he's into? Does he know it's not in? I guided his, you know what, in. And then he gets more vocal. Like I've never been with a guy so loud. So he's laying on top. He's also breathing so heavy into my ear. Like I could feel my hair blowing from his breathing. Not to mention he was super sweaty, no fans, no aircon was on either. His overall movement was just terrible. Like I was laying there and just felt my body moving so much but no actual stimulation was happening. (laughs) I don't even recall it happening for very long. Honestly, I think I blanked out but then he passes out and legit starts snoring. So I got up, got changed, grabbed the rest of my things and bolted. I just remember driving home and desperately wanting to shower to forget that ever happened, blocked the guy and pray I never see him out again. (laughs) He literally started nibbling on my ear and said to call him Big Daddy. Never again. Oh, God. Okay, maybe if you know each other. Voluntarily use that term in sex. Yeah, but like maybe if you actually know each other and you have that comfortable level and like you know each other's in like inside outs and like what they like and on I don't know it's so it's so bold and brave to like be like that on the first not knowing anything about someone and just but some people are like super into that like some people are like super vocal I just feel like I could not ever get into the whole like daddy oh like I just no I don't think I could ever do 
that. I just can't imagine it in my head. I'm like, oh. All right, we're going to get straight into our advice hotline. Before we start giving advice, please remember we are not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. We have a few good ones today. This girl says, I'm so sorry for how long this is going to be, but I am struggling a lot and it is always a good start to get out of the... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Girls' opinions. Strap in, everybody. Let's get it straight into it. It is a long one. <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend about two months ago now as a girl from his work sent me screenshots of him swiping up to her stories with bikinis on. I obviously know my worth and I don't like how other girls can grab his attention that easily, obviously without meaning to. I always have the mindset of if someone else can take him from me, then I don't want him. He was very shocked and was spiraling for two weeks after I broke it off. Why was he shocked? Like, why do they play like the dumb act as if like they have no idea? Like, do do they not realize that what they're doing is... I don't know what goes through their brains. He was very shocked and was spiralling for two weeks after I broke it off and when he dropped my belongings off, he started crying to me. I am such a softie and as soon as he left, I said to my mum, what have I done? As I regretted letting him go since he was showing remorse towards the situation. It's not even a learning lesson though. Like then they're crying because they've been caught. They're not crying because they actually feel sorry. And he honestly probably didn't expect such a big impact and slap in the face from his actions that he probably thought were like so minor and small. You know, he probably didn't see, he probably just thought he'd get away with it. Yeah. And like you, you, you wouldn't or break he probably up just thought you could like move Now he's like actually like, oh, got a bit of a, you know, reality check. Yeah. My mum told me to stick to my guns because she said, I don't know how beautiful I am, truly am. And that I mm. deserve better. Oh, that's so sweet. As time went on, I found out he was doing it to multiple girls, including his brother's girlfriend's sister. Oh, my God. I even found out from his cousin that he tried hitting up his cousin's ex-girlfriend. What? (laughs) Okay, yeah, this is just too far now. The brother or the cousins. Yeah. Um, At least try and get out of the family. Try and get out of outside of the family relations. It's the least you could do. Yeah, I even yes. found out from his cousin that he tried hitting up his cousin's ex-girlfriend once they split about a year ago. This truly made me sick and I think he actually has issues, dot, dot, dot. Not just immature, dot, 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 but issues. His brother is very much the same and it makes me wonder if it's because they're mummies, boys and never do any wrong in their mum's eyes. Mm. Their mum would be the type to say to them, oh, well, she wasn't the one, meaning in other words, it is okay to treat women like that. Okay, so... Maybe they've just never really 
been held accountable for things and they've always gotten away with that's true yeah they just never think anything they're doing is wrong it has been only two weeks since we have gone no contact because we were obviously going through all the emotions and didn't really know how to say goodbye I wanted to give him another chance but I think this was only because I never wanted anyone else to have him he said to me that he's the one that ruined this for us and that he was immature (laughs) and still is and that I deserve a lot better than him he's just trying to like He's trying to, like, weave his way back in, though, by, like, giving you sweet, yeah, sweet talk and, like, in a manipulative way. It's nice knowing that he knows I deserve better, but I am really struggling as I was madly in love with him and found out he already has Hinge and Tinder. This guy just has no care in the world. <laughs> it just sounds like he, yeah, it's it really is giving little boy Little boy. Last weekend he tried to request me on Instagram and I kind of find that immature of him after things didn't end well and he's clearly hitting up other girls. I declined because why would I accept it since he doesn't need to see my photos or any stories I put up. Boys like him will never truly understand how shit like this destroys a girl. Ladies, I just need advice because I feel not good enough and constantly thinking about who he would be hitting on right now since he seems to be obsessed with the chase. I honestly, first of all, I agree with your mum and I think it's so amazing how you stuck to your guns and like not, like you just know straight away that this is not the sort of stuff you put up with or you're not going to like, yeah, stand, you know, just he doesn't stand a chance doing any of those things. And like, I love that you have that boundary. Just, yeah, be strong in the decision you've made because I think it is the right decision. And I think yeah, as much as you stay away from a boy like this you are so much better off because he's just never going to change in my opinion like yeah no boys like this who just you know love the chase love as many options as they can get love any sort of validation they can get or gratification from any girl that's what they're looking for they want as much like you know like they're going to constantly be looking and having a wandering eye and And I also love that like you didn't I don't know you didn't let him like weave his way back in or you didn't fall for like his cry for forgiveness and like yeah, his little sub story because like I just think that's just not normal like it's just you there was someone out there who you don't need to teach to be a good boyfriend like you don't need to teach them the literal bare minimum basics of not liking people's Instagram stories or trying to Swiping up on other girls. Yeah, while like it's yeah. just so. It is. It's like, like little that, that boy. That should even be something you need to be taught. Like this. It's such an ick. Like I'm sorry, but it's just so silly. Right now, the reason why he's probably trying to come back is because he also is craving, like as much as he's craving that gratification from other like random girls, he's also craving that like he wants you to chase him back. Like he wants you to miss him or you to be, you know, crawling back to him. And I think the best thing you can do is, like, not give that to him. Like, yeah, like, just don't give him a second of your time, like, or even any attention because he's getting small highs off, Or is it that he wants what he can't have? I don't know. He's just... Is that why, like, is it a case of he wants what he can't have because... Probably that too. Yeah, because he's, like, going after people who technically, like, I don't know, not out of bounds, but just, like... Supposed to be off limits, yeah. Yeah, very... I don't know. It's so, so weird. But, yeah, I would just say, like, confidence and moving on with the thought of knowing that, like, someone out there is, like, actually going to treat you like a normal respectful boyfriend and isn't gonna 
I don't know, take you for this emotional roller coaster. Yeah, or make you feel diminish like you're your confidence by or, doing things like this. Yeah. Or just not they're not gonna make you feel like you're in competition with all these other people. And that's I think how he's making you feel right now because him hitting up all these other girls or making or to you it looks like he's just yeah, giving attention to so many people, like as if he's so easy to get. It's making yeah. you feel like, well, what am I worth then? Like if you're just another another number or something like that but you need to remember that that is just him that is just him and how he sees you and all these other girls like it's not actually a representation of you or your worth or your like yeah. how valuable and you even, are or anything like that like you just need to yeah I just think, and even like, if that means blocking him to help yourself time. like get over it and move past it and like move on literally block him mm-hmm. out of sight out of mind like you don't need that energy in your life. All right, next one. This one is an even longer one. So this is probably going to be our last one, but I wanted to touch on this one. Hey, girls. Firstly, I love the podcast. I've been following you girls since I can remember. I love you. Keep it up. Thank you. Please help me. Me and my boyfriend keep disagreeing on this. This might be a long story in advance. I hope it makes sense. Just a bit of backstory, my boyfriend and I have been together for just over two and a half years. I believe we have had such a loving, trusting, supportive relationship and I hope we are together forever. We are both in the same friend group and hang out quite often. My boyfriend's job requires him to be travelling a lot for it, so sometimes he has to miss out on things. He's very much a person who doesn't necessarily enjoy going out to clubs and festivals and likes to keep it chill. Okay, so he's a little bit of an introvert, same friend group, mutual friends, hanging out together, over two and a half years being together. That's a very long time. Congratulations. A couple of months ago, I got tickets to a festival which is on in a few weeks. Many of our close friends are going and it is a festival we have to travel to and spend the night. My boyfriend is away this weekend for work and can't make it, so I'll be going away with a few of our close girl and guy friends and we're all staying in a house together. I didn't think this would be a big issue, so I booked the tickets and accommodation after we had briefly talked about it and I thought he was okay with it. After the fact of booking everything, I let him know as I did it and he got pretty pissed off at me. He said he didn't feel comfortable with me travelling to a festival and going without him. I was so stuck at this because I had already paid for all the accommodation for our mates. For the background of who is going, six of my guy friends that are sweet boys and one girl who is dating one of those boys who is also my best friend. I also invited one of my other best friends outside of the group, but she knows them all. So if I was to cancel, the friend I invited wouldn't want to go on her own, so that's letting her down and the other girl would be the only girl there with the boys, so it wasn't just me it affected if I cancelled. I would also be out $500 for all the tickets and accommodation as well as my friend I invited and who knows if they could find someone to fill in our spots in the house we booked. He thinks I should cancel anyway Mm. and that he would give me the money to not go but he doesn't get that it's not just me it affects. Plus all my friends are going to be away that weekend and if I were to stay at home no one would be there to hang out with. Lol FOMO. I understand where he's coming from but he says it is a festival in a different location to home. No one will look out for you the way I do and he worries if anything were to happen to me he's in a different country. Oh he's in a full on different country. 
It's just hard because I can't really cancel it all this late. We have kind of just pushed it under the rug and not spoken about it. But now as it is coming up closer, I'm worried because he's going to be worried. Do you get me? Etc. I believe I'll be fine. I'm not much of a heavy drinker. Like I will only have a few throughout the day and I've got the girls with me the whole time. The guys I'm going with are nice guys. I get that they will get drunk probably. You know how guys get, but I'm totally confident that I will be fine. I've talked to my mum about it and she thinks I should just go and not worry. We have talked about it as I probably am going to go if he's going to be a dick and create arguments, etc. on the day and ruin it for me. But he obviously said that that would never happen and he'd probably just leave me to it and have the day. He has never done anything like that, causing arguments when someone is out. But I'm just worried about how he's going to feel. But I also have only been to one festival and I'm almost 20 and just want to live and have fun with my friends. I can't help that he is away and not to be selfish, but I'm not going to sit at home and do nothing because he is away. Like this is going to happen in the future with his job and I'm worried about if more disagreements are to come about this stuff. Am I wrong for wanting to go and not cancelling anything sooner? Or is he wrong for not wanting me to go and shouldn't get to control what I do? We are just stuck. Anyway, sorry, it is long. Oh, my God, I feel like I've been rambling. Let's <laughs> let's unpack this. I definitely don't think this is, like, where we need to resort to you pulling out. Like, I definitely think we're going to make this work and you're going to go and have a great time. I think this could be a little bit of a case of him maybe having a bit of FOMO as well, like feeling a bit like he's going to be stuck at work and like maybe not having the time of his life while you're in a different country with a group of friends having the best time and like he's probably going to feel a little bit left out from that. Feeling like a bit out of control, like he doesn't have that control where if something did happen he couldn't do anything. Um, But I think this in this situation maybe just – really talking it through again and like having a big chat and yeah I feel like maybe a bit of reassurance could really help him in this situation as well like just being reassured that there's nothing for him to worry about and even on the day you can be sending him constant updates of like how things are going and yeah I think he just really needs to trust you in that okay I definitely see both sides this I understand that he probably is getting FOMO But I don't know if maybe he's feeling a little bit, like, insecure. He's new to this whole situation of you going out and living your life and going to festivals and stuff without him and he just doesn't really know how it's going to go. Like, it's kind of like the fear of the unknown. And But at the same time, I'm like, if he trusts all of his mates, which are your mates as well, like, surely it's like, if anything, he should know that you'll be safe with them around and not feel threatened if this is both of your close group of friends where you know each other very well everyone in the group is very responsible or respectful like there is no reason for him to have doubts or worries um I think it's probably just a case of like needing more reassurance and just him knowing that like everything's going to be fine and like giving him updates yeah I agree I think it definitely needs a little bit more reassurance and like communication in the sense where you it's going to do way too much damage probably to your relationship and your trust levels and like your friendship group and your bank account if you have to cancel all of this because if you cancel, that also goes to show that, like, what about future events when you're older and one of you ha- get to go to an event and the other one can't? Where is the trust level? Like, where is the 
you know, you can rely on each other that you can't stop each other from living life. Yeah. Like you guys don't have to do everything together and it's okay for yeah. one of you to go to an event and have fun without the other. Like I think we don't want to get to the point where we're like stopping our own lives or our own doing our own things by ourselves because the other person can't go. Yeah, and I think if he can't trust if he can't trust you in this situation and like trust everything you're saying and the reassurance you're giving him, then like that could create a bit of an issue for your the future, like when other situations arise or even this this situation as well. So, yeah, I think I definitely see both sides to it, but I also think you definitely should go and not stop your life um, just for the sake of, yeah, just for the sake of like what him, I don't know. I really don't know why he doesn't want you to go. I don't know if it's like he doesn't trust you, he doesn't trust the boys, like I don't know what it is, but I think you should go, yeah, like I think you should go have fun with yeah. your girlfriends and like your other mutual friends and just enjoy your young years whether he can be there or not and I think you guys will move past this like I think he'll be fine and I think he'll get over it so yeah um all the best I really hope you do go to the festival you seem very mature and very trustworthy and I think neither of you have anything to worry about all right we are running out of time that's going to be our last advice hotline for this episode but let's head into our holder drops I have a very short and sharp hot of the week and I think you all can guess what my hot is, but my hot has to be the shoot on Monday because it just is the highlight of the week and I have to just, that's it. Like, honestly, it was such a highlight and topped my week. So that is my hot of my week. It was so much fun. I know Ashley's wearing it. If only you guys could see it. But oh, I love it. I actually, yeah, I haven't been able to wear a lot of the pieces in our first collection that much. So now that I have my hands on a couple of them, I just, I am loving wearing them. And so just, obsessed. And like, feel so I real. feel like we keep rambling about it. But everyone on the shoot was just so amazing and like, I'm so grateful that everyone on the shoot was able to be a part of it because everyone was just like such amazing energy and everyone was so passionate about being there and like loved everything and was just as excited as what we were. And it was just like so amazing. So definitely stay tuned on our Instagrams, guys. Yeah, it was such a, a nice supportive yeah, group of people. Yeah, it was really too. nice. Do you have a hot drop? Don't copy me. <laughs> no, uh, look, as much as I would like to do that too, I will make it a bit different. But while... Me and my partner were in Sydney for the shoot. We went out to dinner one night and I, one of my favourite things in the world is Korean barbecue. Like I, I've been craving it lately. Like I've been having this really big craving for it lately. Like sometimes if I just go a really long time without it, I'll just be craving it. And while I was in Sydney, I was like, I just have to go. So I found this place. And sometimes if you're trying somewhere new or you're not too familiar or you're not getting it from like a recommendation, it can be really risky. Like, because if, I don't know, sometimes Google reviews or things like that don't really give you a good representation of what it's going to be like. Like sometimes it'll be a good mix of good or bad reviews and you're like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be good. Yeah. Anyways, ended up going and it was just, it turned out so like, it just put us in the best mood that night because it just turned out so good. Like the food was yummy it was like reasonably priced as well and yeah like it was just such a good dinner that we like 
that we went and had. So I really highly recommend if you want a different experience or something because we were just like, we were just like, let's just get something that's not an Aussie traditional or super Western food. Yum. I need to go. Yeah. yeah I'll have I to try it. that. So I love fun. a Korean barbecue. Like, it's actually probably one of my favorite things. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we are so glad you guys could tune in for another week. And as always, please send through any TMIs or advice hotlines and we would love to read them out on our next episodes. So send them through. We'll leave all the information in the show notes. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. You have now left the group chat.